and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. We're going to be speaking with returning guest, Dr. Rick Boehner, this morning. He's joining us here from Exact Sciences to discuss a new study in neurologic oncology that validates that adverse pathology as a predictor of prostate cancer outcomes in clinically low-risk patients. Welcome back, Rick. How are you? I'm great, Neil. Thank you very much for the opportunity to come back. Well, for those uh, who may not be familiar with you as a contributor, give us a little bit of your professional background and talk briefly about your role in Exact Sciences. Sure. So I'm a medical doctor by training, and currently I'm the chief medical officer of Exact Sciences Precision Oncology Business. Now, what I've been doing for the past 20 years, both at uh, Exact Sciences and previously at Genomic Health, is working with teams to design tests for patients with cancer, tests that help, can help inform what's the likelihood of a tumor coming back uh, and or what's the likelihood of treatment benefit. What exactly is adverse pathology and how is it important when it comes to uh, making treatment decisions? Sure. So adverse pathology is a combination of two different things. It is finding higher Gleason-grade disease. Uh, The grade of the tumor is uh, how aggressive it is, how that looks underneath the microscope. It is essentially defined as a Gleason group 3 or higher, and that means a pattern 4 or higher. Uh, That means the glands are starting to fuse. That's how they look more aggressive. Uh, It also has a component around stage, PT3A+. And that means that the prostate cancer has grown outside of the prostate capsule, so it could vade into the tissues of the body, or it's grown into the seminal vesicles. So both of these features, this higher grade, grade higher than Gleason grade group three, or growing out of the prostate or into the seminal vesicle, are harbingers of higher risk. And these are men that are historically been shown in multiple data sets to be at greater risk of developing distant disease or distant metastases and or uh, having uh, prostate dying of prostate cancer, prostate cancer-specific mortality. Are these indicators significant in other cancers? They are. So we use these two features, what is known as GRADE, that generally is a pathologist looking through the microscope and looking at the cells to see how are they behaving Do they look more aggressive? Do you see the cells dividing? And that proliferative activity is oftentimes a harbinger of more aggressive disease. Similarly, the smaller a tumor, the easier it is to surgically remove and the greater the likelihood for cure. Anytime a tumor has grown to a larger size or moved and invaded out from the organ in which it has arisen, Uh, That, too, that increase in stage is also associated, in most cases, with a worse outcome. Hmm. So both grade and stage are very important to physicians uh, in making treatment decisions. Urologic oncology, seminars and original investigations. Now, this study deals with adverse pathology as a predictor, as you say, of prostate and other cancers as well. Uh, What were the results and key takeaways of the study, if you would? Sure. So the the study is actually unique in the literature just because of this long duration of follow-up. It has 20 years of outcome data that's associated with it. And Dr. Klein and his group at the Cleveland Clinic 
have treated patients, patients that were seen in the late 1980s through the early 2000s. So it's a really neat cohort of patients. Uh, this was a cohort of patients in which there were 428 patients who had received a radical prostatectomy and had this 20 years of follow-up data. And the purpose of the study was to investigate the association between if a patient has adverse pathology versus those patients who did not from this cohort of largely low and intermediate risk men, men that are very consistent with those being diagnosed today, if adverse pathology was identified, that higher grade or that higher stage, what was the association with the risk of distant metastasis and prostate cancer-specific mortality? So this cohort provided a unique opportunity to ask that question. What's the association between adverse pathology and the risk of distant metastasis or prostate cancer death? And, and what those authors were able to show in this very unique cohort of men with 20 years of follow-up is that men who were discovered to have adverse pathology, and again, that's by their pathologist looking under the microscope to look at the grade or to see if the prostate cancer was going through the capsule of the prostate or into the seminal vesicle. These men that were found to have AP or adverse pathology were 10 times more likely to develop metastatic disease and eight times more likely to die from their prostate cancer compared to those that didn't have adverse pathology. And again, Neil, this was largely a population uh, of low to intermediate risk men. So men, very consistent with the type of men that are being diagnosed with prostate cancer today. So it just highlighted the importance of if you have adverse pathology at the time of prostatectomy, that is a bad harbinger for a higher risk of both distant metastasis and prostate cancer death. So obviously, the decision would be to conduct active surveillance or engage in immediate treatment based on that adverse pathology or the lack thereof. That is exactly it. Mm -hmm. So this was to demonstrate that adverse pathology is strongly associated with an adverse outcome so that a genomic test that has been designed to work in needle core biopsies, which is the type of tissue that is being removed diagnostically from a prostate when a man has an elevated PSA, a test that is designed to identify men that have a greater likelihood of AP is a test that could be very useful in doing precisely what you said, planning on whether or not they are a candidate for active surveillance or not. Now, Exact Sciences has developed such a test. It's Oncotype DX GPS, I do believe. That's correct. Mm -hmm. So the, the GPS test, or Oncotype GPS assay, is an assay that is designed, it uses, first of all, a needle core biopsy, which is a very narrow piece of tissue that is derived from the prostate gland, less than half a millimeter in thickness. It measures the gene expression of about 17 or of 17 cancer-related genes. And the test identifies a man's risk of having adverse pathology, that higher grade or that higher stage disease. And the GPS has also been shown to predict the risk of biochemical recurrence as well as distant metastasis and prostate cancer mortality. 
Well, would you give our listeners a website where we can learn more about the exact sciences and about the Archetype GPS test? Sure. For more information, you can visit uh, archetypeiq.com, and that will give you information about the Archetype DX GPS assay uh, and uh, some of the clinical validation data that we have generated. The GPS test is backed by uh, a robust body of clinical evidence. We've looked at OVIS right now over 9,000 men, uh, and it's the only genomic test for prostate cancer now with this new data set that has 20 years of outcome data. And more about exact sciences. Exactly. Um, OncotypeIQ.com would be one website, and then exactsciences.com would be a, a, an alternative website to find out about exact sciences. Right. Rick, always a pleasure. Thanks for returning, and I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Neil, always a pleasure. Thank you very much, and have a, 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 a happy holiday. You as well. You as well. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Rick Boehner. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download it, SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio. 